to win it. We're back. It's chopped. It was a real pain to get this going today for no other reason than my own mental disabilities. But hey, you know what? Mental disabilities never stopped anyone before. (laughs) Just kidding. It stopped a lot of people from doing a lot of things. But it isn't stopping me today, and I don't think it's stopping you today either. This is Chapped. This is a challenge and chat about Chopped Champions with your chagrin chap. I'm your host, Julianne Papelka. Today, it is a goat fight, and let's learn about our first contestant named Greg. He's a lip man. I'm more of a chin man myself, but do with it what you will. His uh, slow-mo look-me dishes. Looks like we got some fresh pasta um, being whipped around. He's got a thick neck. His head is the same width as his neck, and he's got kind of a little good boy haircut. Next up, we have Deepa Sridhar. She is grilling uh, next to a pool. It looks beautiful. Here we go. The Look Me Dish. It's got a lot of lens flare, but she is really killing it with the outdoor cuisine. And now she just looked dead into the, you know, she gun barreled the camera and she took a piece of wood and she slapped it like, I'm going to beat your ass with this. Next up, we have... Um, a uh, Ruben Stuttered looking fellow who, uh, I didn't get his name, but that's okay. I'll just call him Ruben Stuttered. And by that, I mean fat. Uh, next up we have a guy named Ed Crochet. Oh my God. Again, we have fresh pasta in the Look Me dish. We have a steak being turned. This guy is bald as the day is long, but he didn't get a shave. He didn't get a head shave. It looks like right before this. So he's got a little bit, oh no. And he did a happy, you know, my least favorite move, which is when they throw flower slow motion. He did a very happy flower throw, but usually it's like a sideways flick of the wrist. He kind of did like an overhand kind of like, which is, you know, like I remember when I used to throw balls that way as a child, you know, I'm just get ridiculed. My father said, turn, turn into it. You gotta turn, step back, turn, turn. I don't play baseball, dad. I'm a gymnast. And the baskets are open and we have goat Four quarter. Four quarter and seven legs ago. We got goat. Now we have goat sausage, which just looks like a regular linguisa. Bolo de rolo, which is, looks like a cake. And uh, shishito peppers. Little green peppers, often served blistered. Um, very delicious. Worth chomping on. Now who here likes goat? Raise your hand. <laughs> my hand's not up. You can't see me, but if you could, you'd see that my hand is down. Um, I mean, it's fine. I'll get it in a curry. You know, if we're at like a Jamaican restaurant or maybe like a Trinidadian restaurant, um, you know, if that's all there is, I'll get it. Uh, but goat, it does have um, a robust flavor about it that is not necessarily my favorite. We got our judges tonight are Eddie Jackson, uh, America's Next Top Celebrity Chef from a few years ago. Um, in the center seat wearing a very pink jacket is a mind to fry tag. And uh, Chris Santos, the Mantos with the Pantos is uh, sitting in our last seat. Um, so far we've got, you know, just like a lot of rough chop uh jumping back and forth uh now we have uh senor crochet uh crochet needles took these these big pieces of goat leg and like threw them into a pan that was way too small for this goat it is hanging out of the pan maybe he's just rendering off the flavor because he is making a spiced goat and couscous stew he's got chicken broth going into the uh, goat that doesn't fit into a pan. I don't know why he wouldn't use beef broth. Beef broth. But hey, 
That's why I'm not on the show. Am I all right? Next up, we have, uh, what's her, her name? Deepa. She's a slice in the goat. Deepa Shadir. Shridhar. Yeah, she is. Looks like she's pulling some of that, like, sinewy stuff off of the goat. And um, right now, we're just getting a long, long cut of her cutting the goat and now cutting herself. And we get a nice close-up shot of her cut finger. And production says, Chef, your station's fine. You're good to go. And back she goes. Um, I do like her earrings. They look like they are three rubies sitting in the Trinity one, two, three um, on gold. And uh, now we're opening up the uh, sausage, I think. And she is heating up her pan with sausage and uh, chopped up bits of goat all together. Now we've got lots of powders. We've got onion powder, garlic powder. She's talking in first person, and now she's cooking those powders on top of her stuff. Sear goat bollo de rolo tacos is what she's making. What is a bolo de rolo? Somebody call me on the chap line now. We got 16 minutes left. Chap line, as you know it, 530-420-6909. Tell me what you're cooking. Tell me what you're into. Now we're learning about what the four quarter is. It's from basically from the neck to the front leg down. And they did give us a cute little goat graphic to let us know what part of... Who's a famous goat? I know Wilbur's a famous pig. Who's a famous goat? Um, the Baphomet? There we go. A uh, northern Italian goat with burnt shishito caramel is what Greg is making. Greg kind of looks like my cousin Dominic. Um, slicing the shishitos thin. Nobody is roasting them whole, which is a disappointment. Um, now he's got other little red peppers that he's cut real thin with a butcher's knife. He's put them into a pan with the shishitos and something else. And he's boiling it. Is that vinegar? Is he pickling them? I don't know. Now, Amanda Freitag, uh, just a quick jump cut of the judges smiling and laughing in agreement. Um, dulce de leche y cinnamon and sugar is what a borlo de rolo is. Now, this is an interesting episode, too, because we are getting daytime energy, but... I also am in a rush because I have to pick up my daughter from school in T minus 50 minutes. Am I going to get this episode done? I think I am. Alan Elaine is making spiced rum goat with bojo de rojo, um, something on the side. Um, Elaine, or is it Elaine? It might be Elaine. Um, Judging by the length of that beard, if you know what I'm saying, hey, not everybody can grow a beard like that. And if somebody's name is Alain, and he had a big-ass beard like that, they'd be like, yeah, story checks out. I believe it. Okay, now we have um, a shot of, looks like the couscous with um, some shishito peppers and I don't know what else is in there. Maybe the ghost sausage. Um, He's draining off his goat broth through a big conical sieve um now we got some crackling in the pan and a tomato being sliced on deepest station and whoa we got a mid-chop collision um crochet and deepa did just slam into each other i guess he didn't hit her with the behind 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 as loud as he should have now we have a uh, I want to call him Chef Dominic because he looks like my cousin. So I will. Chef Dominic uh, got shallots. Uh, he diced finely the uh, sausage. I hope he's not making a hash. That would be super whack. And it kind of looks like a hash. 
Uh, he does have a bojo de rojo uh, in there. Uh, very thinly sliced goat going into some oil. Is that his station? Yeah. Uh-oh, and somebody's frying their bojo de rojos. Too hot. Pants too hot. Is it Alain? Is it Alain? Yeah. Oh, my God. They are all burnt. What are you going to do? Cut them in half. Start again. I hope that wasn't your whole bojo de rojo because that shit is bliggity black. Um, okay, we got about six and a half minutes left. Shot of Deepa slicing into her bojo de rojo, and her face is dripping with sweat. It is gross to look at. She's slicing them. She's talking about her slicing, and now she is rolling out her bojo de rojo with a rolling pin, and Chris Santos has something to say about it. Oh. And I just got a text from my mom. And we are at our first commercial break, and I'd say it's a welcome one because it's been a pretty hard-hitting first round. Scooby, Scooby-Doo, where are you? We've got some work to do now. Come on, Scooby-Doo, I see you. We need some help from you now. You know we got a mystery to solve, and Scooby-Doo, get ready for your act. Don't look back, because Scooby-Doo, if you pull through, you're going to have yourself a Scooby snack. Jack, my name's Scooby, Scooby, Scooby-Doo. Where are you? We've got some work to do now. Come on, Scooby D. You need me. A choopy choppy chin now. And we're back. Um, another shot of that uh, boyero you'll be rolled out. I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. There's only one L in each one, but sometimes you get it. She's making goat up ma. Spelled U P M A. Up ma, as in. What's up, Ma? So I don't know what that is, but hopefully it's good. Looks like we got some more pickling situation going out. Or maybe it's a vinaigrette from Alain. 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 Uh, his last name is Lemari. So maybe he's, uh, maybe it's French and maybe it is Alain. He's smiling, talking about his goat sausage, which means I don't think he's touched it yet. And we have, <laughs> yep, we've got less than three minutes to go. He's putting it into a pan. Oh, he's going to crisp it up, crackle it on top. And I'm at it. That might be a nice little contrast. What happened with his burnt pancakes? Now we got more burnt pancakes. Everybody's burning these pancakes. Nobody knows what to do with it. You know what I'm surprised I haven't seen? Is it just go into a blender or being used as a thickening agent? Again, I don't know why these people don't do these things. Oh, no. And Elaine's using his burnt thing. Jeez Louise. Crochet's got a light blue bowl and he's soup being ladled. And we've got 10 seconds to go. We got a real sloppy mess on a lot of stations. Nobody has got it together. Um, bloody, dark, scraps, hands up, zero minutes left. I don't know if anybody's really pleased with themselves. Ugh. Uh, my cousin Dominic's plate really could have used just like a sprinkle of green because it's like blood red, dark brown, and black. The light blue soup bowl looks messy. The upma, as in the what's upma, looks messy. Elaine's dish looks dainty and nice, but we know that it's burnt underneath, so pfft, I don't know. And then let's recap the ingredientes. And then let's talk about it. Ted Allen. Tell us, okay, spice goat and couscous stew with shishito peppers from uh, uh, Crochet Needle Station. And we're getting the initial bites. 
the initial reactions have yet to be shown. We only saw them taking tastes and immediately we're getting into a story. So I don't know. Eddie's talking and kind of pushing around his soup. Uh, now we're getting a split screen of Eddie Jackson talking and also pushing around his soup. So what does that mean? Usually when they show us them pushing it around and not eating it, generally it means that it's not good enough to eat. It's rather, we're going to use you as a bad example. And now, oh no, Amanda's picking up the food with her hands. Again, that is exactly what you do when you want to show the chef that they fucked up. Should have brought the knitting needles out because looks like you on the hook, crochet. Oh! Alright, now we're on to Jeep Deepa's goat up ma. I don't know what up ma, but what's up ma? And initial tastes, uh, Amanda Freitag taking a very dainty bite. And now uh, Chris Santos, he's got um, two... Alright, ready? Everybody, take your turtles. Stand them up on the table. Lift up those fingers. Hey. And now pick up those turtles. Look at their tummies. And now slam those turtles together tummy first. That's what Chris Santos was doing. It was a, t it was a classic double turtle tummy slam. And now Amanda Freitag, she has picked up a small pea, imaginary invisible pea from the table, and she is picking it up. And uh-oh. Now we have uh, the blood plate from my cousin Dominic. It is a white square plate with a puddle of dark blood in the middle with looks like like would-be cherries. I don't know what feedback he's getting, but he is tight-lipped um, and closed eyes. The judges are looking at each other, and I think she said it's really good. I don't know. Again, I just don't know. Eddie's thinking about it. Nobody's really digging in, so you kind of got that. He's taking some sort of feedback, and he's shaking his head. And now we have a reaction shot of crochet hooks. <sighs> um, Eddie has the piece of meat on his fork, and he's kind of dancing it around. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Again, I don't know if we're getting a lot of really positive feedback. Though it does look like Chris Santos has ate um, his meat, left the blood, and pushed aside the little pieces of um, basically pastry. So... You know, again, I don't know. Ramgo Boyo Crostini with goat cheese aioli from Alain. Now, let's remember, he burnt the shit out of that Boyo And um, it is a really pretty thing. I mean, it looks like a crostini. Um, he has a little bit of meat piled up on it with a white sauce on top, and it looks like a few things of cilantro. Um, it is just one single crostini, a very small portion. This is more of an amuse-bouche than an appetizer. Um, if he really wanted to give the judges a proper appetizer, he would have done two on each plate and maybe, like, arranged them nicely. Um, we're getting some feedback. I don't know if it's positive or negative, but Eddie is talking. And, um, we did just get a quick little, like, mm, kissy little face from Alain, um, just to let you know. Chris Santos does have his hand up, and he's talking, and, oh, no, now he's taking those turtles again, the ones that he slammed together, and he's picking them up. There's, those turtles are looking at each other, and he's shaking them. But, hey, it looks like Chris Santos ate the meat off of the top. He's picked up something and showed it to him on his fork, white, lumpy. Um, he did close, close one eye when he was talking to him like a pirate, you know, everybody. You know, when you do a pirate, you go, yar, and you close one eye. He did that, so... Again, um, does Elaine have a huge weed leaf on his uh, scarf? Yes, he does. Shouts out to Elaine. Finally, the first person in the chop kitchen not to rep, not to rep gang colors, but to rep something that looks like a huge fucking ganja leaf. Don't worry, it's a palm tree, but <laughs> might as well be a weed leaf from where I'm sitting. 
and somebody's about to get champed. Who's it gonna be? All right, and it's time for our first chippity chop. And who is it? Blood plate. It's my cousin Dominic. We don't know what feedback he got, but it was shit. He put a plate full of blood, and it didn't do it good enough. See you later. Thick-necked man. All right, now he's walking away. He's a little bit sad. I think he's, you know, he's got his lips pursed. He's holding his head up high. You can tell he's a little bit sad. Greg Lipman. I always was a chin man myself. Nice to know you, bud. And we're on to the entree round. Straight up, are they going to give us goat in the dessert round? I, do, I really hope not. I hope it's three savory rounds. I don't want to see goat in the dessert round. All right. Whoa! And the initial reaction on Elaine were huge wide eyes. They jumped open. And the first thing out of the basket is leg of goat. Ugh. Followed with goat milk baby formula, turnips, and fiery cheese poofs. Otherwise known as hot and spicy Cheetos. All of this is deeply, deeply nauseating. I don't even want to think about, as an adult... Any part of my meal being anything related to baby formula, baby formula being a replacement for human breast milk. I do not want any part of my meal to be a replacement for human breast milk. That's a deal breaker. And um, we're talking to Deepa. She's talking about what she's doing. She's kind of got like a side ponytail and a headband on, so we get a lot of like, fun action from her. She's making a biryani risotto. Um, interesting. Ugh, and she's just scooping out the formula. At least rehydrate it. Uh, so she's got rice in a cast iron skillet. She's got the legs chopped off. She's poured a bunch of stuff over it and she's worked in the baby formula into the cook for the rice. I assume a lid's going on that unless I don't know how it's cooked at all. Um, Elaine's slicing his goat. He's making pan-seared goat leg with cheese poofs and goat milk baby formula cream. Ugh! Just the words are bad. I should have chose the pork episode. I don't, honestly, between, it was between pork or goat. I chose goat because I thought it would be more fun to make jokes. And all I could think of for pork was eating babe and I couldn't think of any famous goats besides the Baphomet so I went with it and I read it uh cheese puff just the fact that we have to hear baby milk formula in these titles is whack as fuck Ugh! can you believe the judges have to eat this um crochet needles is taking the back of a saucepan and slamming the shit Slamming the motherfucking life out of these goat things. Which is crazy because there are meat mallets and meat tenderizers just for that job within reach. He chose to use a saucepan, which is either stupid or it's just him showing off like, Hey, I don't need to use traditional kitchen ingredients to get my goat flat. And to me, I'm like, it's not cool, man. That's what we got a tenderizer for, you know? Those pans aren't made for that. Selfish is what it is. Um, we have something that looks like a salsa at Deepa Station, except instead of red tomatoes, 
They're spicy hot Cheetos. And when I say it looks like a salsa, it's like there's like chopped up cilantro in it, like something zesty, a, a zesty liquid binding it together. Um, but instead of tomatoes, it is hot and spicy Cheetos. So again, ugh. Uh, turnips being sliced thin. No wonder she chops herself. She has terrible knife skills. She was just slicing this turnip, like the softest, most delicate parts of her fingertips, just right there. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure like knife skills number one, it's knucks. Knucks, if you buck. Knuckles out and then rolling so that you use your knuckles to guard your hands and guide the knife. She does not give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, shouts out to the guy who got chopped. He had good knife skills, and you could tell he was very methodical. Maybe a little bit too methodical for this show, you know? You have to be able to, um, in order him chaos straight up. And if you're just like a good a good boy dummy, it's not really going to be your, your place to be. Let's see. Uh, crochet Needles has scooped uh, a liquid into a big pot of leg. Behind, behind, as uh, a stack of blue bowls, uh, Cadet Blue Stoneware Bowls, is brought from the pantry. Is that ghee being spooned? Again, what is it with you guys and these crazy, like, just use the regular utensils. Instead of a knife or a spoon, she's just, like, using the back of a ladle. And, uh she took a taste, full-size spoon taste, of what looks to be just like a giant thing of mayonnaise and or sour cream mixed together. The tasting can be nauseous. When you watch this show as much as I do, which is once a week, but then I watch it once and then I have to listen to it again, you really understand how nasty some of these people are. That was a full-size taste of nothing but white clotted cream yuck um okay a canary yellow bowl being uh holding the birani 10 seconds left as the red oh my god she didn't do anything to the cheeto salsa besides make it a cheeto salsa oh no she doesn't have time one second left no she's not gonna make it oh no diva didn't get an ingredient on Whatever was in that bowl, that oh, only she will know the delicious taste of that giant white stuff. And uh uh-oh, did that include the baby milk formula? She is so sweaty. There is no way her DNA is not in this dish. The sauce has broken on whatever is below the meat. Elaine looks like he's about to cry, and he should, because below that meat is a broken sauce. Is it that he didn't let his meat rest and then it just like seeped grease and blood that has clotted? Maybe. I did say clotted twice. That has curdled? Maybe. It's not good looking. And I think he knows better. I think he can do better. Should we judge them? Should we judge them on their hard, hard work? I mean, I think so. Well, if we're not, these judges sure will. What am I saying? Of course I am. All right. Pan-seared goat with smashed turnips and cheese puff cream on a lane station. Again, we got a cadet blue circular plate. Smashed turnips on the bottom. Little piece of goat on top with the Cheeto redness. It's all coming together to make what looks like came out of my tummy. Like this shit is not appetizing. And for sure, Elaine is taking some negatory feedback because he did just purse his lips and then move them to the side where you as if you're like mm, you know and now chris santos has a spoon of meat 
He's showing the spoon. He's brought this spoonful of meat face level and he is showing it to Elaine. And uh oh, now Elaine's telling us a nice story. Oh, hope you didn't have any special plans for the dessert round, bruh, because I think you just bit it. Amanda Freitag, head to the side concerned. Mm. Maybe, maybe just maybe someone's going to do worse than him. And we're learning that like, well, maybe it came down to character. And that's why he's sticking around because it did not sound positive at all. Okay. Birani risotto with roasted goat and cheese puff gremolata. This is the cheese puff salsa. The initial bites from the judges um, warrant deep, deep preponderance from Chris Santos. He put his head to his fist to his head and put it down. Then he put his hands to his face and he wiped his face like, oh my God. What does that mean? Is it so good or is he so disappointed? I'm going to say so disappointed because it's like, I don't know. Uh, Amanda Freitag has neatly arranged her utensils. Again, this is a canary yellow bowl, yellow rice with the um, spicy Cheeto salsa on top of the rice on top of the uh, whatever it is. Goat. Turnips are sliced on the side. Uh, Eddie's talking. He's talking and pointing. Chris Santos talking and pointing. So are we going to get a life story from her? Because this has been a lot of time spent on her dish. And now we have crusted leg of goat with braised lentils and turnip slaw. Those lentils look delicious. Um, my dad has recently uh, tried to take on religion uh, for the first time in his life. So he's reading the Bible and he was telling me a story about how, you know, Somebody killed somebody over black lentils back in the biblical days. And he came to me and he said, how good were black lentils? Like, how good were black lentils back in the day that you're going to kill your own brother just to get that shit? But for real, if you saw these lentils, you might kill your brother too. Just kidding. (laughs) No lentil is worth a life. Um, but it's beautiful. We have the lentils on the bottom with the goat on top and this kind of um, white and green, thinly shaved slaw. And he definitely did get some positive feedback because he said thank you. He smiled and he bowed. And this is the first time I've seen any kind of semblance of positive feedback from any of this kind of soul bodily the kind of just like reading their reaction exchange that I'm getting. Deepa is standing in like most people stand with their feet together or maybe slightly apart but she's standing she's standing with her feet hip with hip width apart and she's kind of wide so i do just want to let you know that like i mean maybe it's like a really powerful like signal she's giving off because it is very powerful and i did take note of it but man that shit was pretty funny the way she's standing there like ready to ready to pounce there's got to be a rapper named Deepak Shakur, right? I'm going to look that up right now. Pants, pisser, pants, pisser. Have you pissed your pants yet? Pants, pisser. Pants, pisser. Yes, I pissed my pants. Chance, mister, chance, mister. Have you missed your chance yet? Chance, mister, chance, mister. Yes, I missed my chance. Why did you miss your chance? It's because I pissed my pants. No, no more will I be missing my chance because I'm covered in pee. 
now, now is my time. Just by the pee-pee pipeline, the pee-pee pipeline, the pee-pee Pants pisser, you piss your pants yet? Pants pisser, pants mister, I did not piss my pants. Chance mister, chance mister, did you miss your chance? No, no, I did not miss my chance because I pissed my pants. I still piss my pants, but I was fine because I employed the PP pipeline. The PP Pipeline from Worst Foot Forward Products in 10, 20, 30, 100, 200, and 300 foot length. PP Pipeline. Take a PP anywhere, anytime. Take a PP while you're standing in line. Come and take a ride on the PP Pipeline from Worst Foot Forward Products. Trademark LLC. And we're back. Somebody's going to get chopped and we're going to make a go flavor dessert. How's it going to end? A lot of blinks. I don't know. It's somebody's. Oh, yeah, it's Elaine. Yeah, we saw that. We got a life story. He got to tell us his narrative. And while we did get a lot of screen time from Deepa, we didn't get her story. We just got a lot of criticism about her dish versus he got some talking time. Tell us about your life. And away he walks. He's holding his head. He's holding his head high. But you know this fool is soft. This fool is hurt. You know he's about to go into the dressing room, put his head down, like wipe away a tear. Just like, you know, shake it off, man. And now it's man versus woman. We've got the yin and the yang with Ted Allen in the middle, unifying two worlds. Who will it be? A crick in the neck <laughs> from the glasses. Get it loose. Open up those baskets. And. Goat salami. Okay. Is this really a dessert round? Goat cheese croquettes? <laughs> what am I going to do with these goat cheese croquettes is what she just said. Lemon verbena, an herb that smells very lemony, and dragon fruit chips. If you've ever had dragon fruit, I can tell you it's not that good. I remember I worked a job once and everyone was just the worst kind of person in our utter disdain, there was almost a competition. It was like, who could be the most fake? And I, hating everyone the most, made sure to be the most extremely generous and bring amazing treats, no matter where I went on vacation. Now, of course, racist Gina went to Costco, tried dragon chips, thought they were disgusting, and then was just like, okay, well, I'll just leave them out for everybody. And as a result, everybody tried dragon chips. And those shit just stayed out for weeks. And it's like typical racist Gina where she's like, okay, well, this isn't good for me. So here, do you want my garbage? Me with my shitty taste? I don't like this. Do you think maybe you will? Well, I guess you do have shitty taste. Her name was racist Gina and I uh, definitely reported her to management a number of times, citing things that I signed when I first joined the company you know, this is a huge company with these really broad, you know, no tolerance policies. And I was like, hey, what about this? Because I'm pretty sure racist Gina is a huge fucking bitch and needs to shut her fucking mouth around me or anybody. 
just because she thinks they're not there. It isn't until they have lost their job unknowingly do they realize that maybe I wasn't okay with what they were saying. And I quit. I didn't get any severance, but... <laughs> Discount tire, lick my dirty butt. My clean butt's not for you. Okay, back to the competition. We've got brown sugar going into butter with some rum on a saucepan, on a saucepan, in a saucepan, on Deepa's station. We got a running behind of something that is bright green and not appealing looking. Oh, it says lemon verbenas. And uh, we have some sort of liqueur being poured over it. Again, we're in a silver saucepan. And we have... We have the dragon fruit being boiled with this lemon verbena. It looks like little dumplings are being made on Deepa Station. So she's made a mash from the dragon fruit, made a dough, and then rolled it out really thin. So that the closest thing I can think of is a pupusa, where it's, you know, basically like a tortilla that's filled with um, a thin layer inside. It looks delicious. I'm not going to lie to you. Fuck racist Gina, but that dragon fruit actually looks like something I would eat. <sighs> what's it gonna be okay and we're back we've got some time left in the dessert round um it looks like some uh, a vanilla bean has been split and scraped poured into a bowl with some heavy cream some mascarpone um and now it's being ripped um one of the little pancakes is coming out of the pan oh we got a whole stack of them one two three four I'd say they're about one, two, three, about a six inch, uh, six inches in diameter each. Nice golden brown with a swirl of the red in the middle. Um, dark brown slurry going down to a white plate on crochet needle station. Um, on a hexagonal plate, excuse me, white hexagonal yellow plate on goes the pancake with some stuff on top. Cream on the side. Oh, it's a crepe. I don't know. It looks kind of like a crepe. We had powdered sugar on top of it. And the, the judges are clapping. We made it. We're in a dessert round. In this is goat salami and goat cheese. Two little, I don't know what these things are. Crispy dumplings on two different flavors. Again, Deepa is dripping with sweat. Um, she's folded those things over. She put powdered sugar and the chopped up lemon verbena. I hope that lemon verbena is infused somewhere else. Especially in that dragon fruit compote. Otherwise, I think that's a really big missed opportunity. Just a quick recap on our ingredientes. Okay, stuffed roti with dragon fruit and goat salami filling on Deepa's station. Let's get the initial bites and reactions from the judges. Chris Santos looking concerned as he's taking a bite. Eddie Jackson looking over at his contestants. Maybe for, like, what are they thinking? It looks like she did make some sort of salami mixture and put it into the rope into the roti so now it more looks like a taco and uh maybe she could have gone kind of played with that like a dessert taki a, a taki dessert taki whatever amanda freitag is talking about it and she did just do this sideways head bob which is great um if you ever spend time in the in subcontinental india you'll notice that there is a side-to-side -side head bob. She just did it, but it's funny. It was almost like, I think she's trying not to. Goat cheese and goat salami. Zeppoli. Um, our Zeppoli little donies. Um, looks like there's the cream, which is the mascarpone 
with the lemon bean. Chris Santos is saying something. He did just take out, uh, you know, two flat, take his hands, his palms, his fingers together, and then he just, uh, you know, it's like shaped a globe, you know. Now he's taking up his Zeppeli, and this thing is dark, dark brown. Like, I don't know if it was supposed to be so dark, because this thing is really, really crispy. It looks like it's covered in cinnamon and sugar. It's covered in something. Is it a dough? Is Zeppoli a doni? Eddie Jackson's talking about it. Everybody's got some feedback for him. I'm not sure if it's necessarily positive. I would say both took some level of critique, but I would say just simply based on reactions alone, Deepa took less criticism. And uh, I don't know, but again, like those Zeppelis, like if that was a donut, looks like a chocolate donut but I don't think it was a chocolate donut now we're going back and forth uh with you know who did what round one round two we're talking about the goat oompa versus the couscous in round one and somebody did something what is it who knows but the oompa was on a white plate and the stew was in a blue bowl and Chris Santos just had something to say now we're talking again about the yellow birani in the yellow bowl with the Cheeto salsa. Was that good? I don't know, but the judges are all shaking their head in agreement about whatever Eddie Jackson is saying. As we talked to Ed, his crusted leg of goat with braised risotto. Now, interesting, I mean, he did kind of stick to a bit of a play where he had like a, he had the couscous round one, the lentils round two. I don't know, but I think Chris Santos did just say, did just say that that was really good. I think the crochet needles has got it. I think he did a little... Well, actually, I don't know. Deepa could have won it with her last round. We don't know. Oh, she did the head bob again. Oh, my God. That was great. Okay. Again, she is standing in horse stance. That is a qigong stance where your legs are a little bit wider. No, again, just... Uh, now, closers up. Oh, Deepa's chopped. Ed got it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I thought when he went play-by-play. Play. You know, maybe he didn't win it dessert round, but... He wanted in the end. And, uh, hey, time to go get my kid from school. So, usually I like to linger and listen to it, but I will jump ahead to see what his stupid little dance move is. Is it a good one? Show me his dance move. Here's his last move. And it's not really anything. He's just got his hands on his hips. Oh, that wasn't... I'm glad I didn't stick around for that. All right, well, my name's Julia Papelka. This has been Chapped, and no matter what life throws at you, keep on chopping. Chopping.